before we get into that, I want to put on an addendum to our earlier series on the Mistborn books we covered. Oh, Jesus Christ. The required reading's getting longer. That was already like a month ago, so Connor. This, what is one point. So, in case you were unaware, we reviewed the 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th book in the Mistborn series, and we were trying to figure out if that's a good place to start. And Spencer said, yeah, we're doing it, because uh, the first three books are boring. And uh, I looked up online, and apparently, Mr. Sanderson himself says <laughs> that starting on the 4th Mistborn book is a bad idea. Is there anything you want to say to our listeners, Spencer? Well, Connor, I'm glad that you decided <laughs> there, to have Oh me my back. god, Connor, look, Mr. Sanderson just entered. And while I uh, did exactly say those words, yes, that you should not start with Mistborn, <laughs> Born era two. I'm gonna have to trust Spencer's judgment on this one. He seems like a smart, upstanding guy. He's eight and a half feet tall. He bench presses 900 pounds. I think he knows what he's talking oh, what about. What led you to that conclusion? My writing powers. Oh, you're, so your ability to write a fake character really made you believe in Spencer, a fake person. Connor, are you doubting my writing ability? No, oh, now there's Catherine Captain. <laughs> Yes, okay, there was that little addendum that we got past, but we're starting at the top today, Connor. Welcome to Remedial Lit, by the way, with book number one of a two-part series that's planned so far. Now, Connor, like I was saying earlier, I respect the Chinese people. I respect I respect Name people. one Chinese person. He said a lot person. of it off camera. Yeah, Name the, one Chinese person. I named a lot before we started recording. <laughs> but what's important to remember is that we can't make fun of them today with our usual banter. We have to elevate, in a sense, Connor. In addition to that, there are some strong female themes throughout this book. Such as? That's an oxymoron. And I just want you to keep that in mind because, well, we can't make fun of people for their race or their gender or anything like that. What we can make fun of them for is being massive fucking weeaboos. That's still on the goddamn table. <laughs> is it still a weeaboo for yeah, China? I was about to say, weeaboos are specific to Japan. What would so that be? A chiaboo? It'd be like a chiaboo, like a chia pet. So let me start with giving a little background info on Shiran J. Zhao. So I'm, can I get that name one more time? Shiran J. Zhao. You're gonna, I'm going to get asked that question a lot this book, Fletcher. But she immigrated to British Columbia from a small town in China. At grade five. So they came to Canada and at age 15, they were at an anime convention when someone gave them the idea that, hey, you should write for a living. Mm. And so after graduating in 2020 with a degree in health sciences focusing on biochemical disease research huh? in uh, 2020. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the parallels here. Uh, China 2020 biochemical research. Why does this all sound so familiar? Well, anyway, uh, they had a deal with Penguin Random House where they were going to write two books about- the, the not scholastic book company? Yeah, the one that like strong arms the entire industry. Well, they went on TikTok and when the pre-release books got dropped, they saw a rise in pre-release orders by 600%. So the algorithm fed this one to me. I'm just here to feed it to you. Oh my God. We start with- a tour of her mythical home, the Far East, Canada. Except in this world, the mythical land what? of Canada is instead portrayed, well, I assume it's Canada that talks about provinces and all sorts of great <laughs> wilderness. <laughs> so I can only assume that they're talking about their adopted homeland, of can, course. But is Spencer it Spencer thinks that Canada's real? But it's this place called Hua Xia, which is a amalgam of Korea, Japan, China. An amalgam? Is that how you say it? You sure you don't amalgam? A, yeah, amalgam. No, I say Spencer. amalgam. And no, I'm, you don't. It's you amalgam. You don't say it that way. Well, this is an audio format, Connor, so no one will overhear me pronounce it. <laughs> Once again, I dodge that bullet. 
<laughs> and we open in the middle of a battle with a bunch of amorphous blob-like monsters called Huindwins with Prince Colonel Yong Guang and his nine-tailed fox mecha. So <laughs> oh my god, Prince Colonel? So is yes. that a colonel who's a prince? Or is that a They're given a rank? lot of titles because there's a whole ranking system, like it's an anime. And he has a... Well, to be a pilot, you sit inside a chrysalis, Connor, which is a cockpit, basically. Oh, yeah. You power it with your chi... Wait, and so then, she is a physical, like, actual... It's an actual energy source, and it's measured in spirit pressure. <laughs> <laughs> like bleach. Well, anyway, men do all the controlling, and generally women are used as human batteries to power the monstrous mechs to hold back the tide of unthinkable space entities seeking to destroy all humanity. Oh, I, need a, I think I need a second. I just got hit over the head by that obvious theme. So, he's <laughs> running around, and the Huindwins, they're everywhere, so he morphs his mech, like it's Power Rangers, into a humanist shape, and then he stabs him with a spear. Human? Not yeah. humanoid, humanist. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, <laughs> this kills his co-pilot because her mind becomes lost in his, and as soon as he disconnects, her heart stops Wait, working. Oh, is this oh, like Pacific the, Rim? Yeah, yeah so it's Pacific just Rim melt? No, this is an entirely different thing because it takes a male and a female, and in Pacific Rim, it's open as to what the genders could be. Yeah, so it could be a male and a female. So there's quite a few rip-offs. I'm not going to name them all. I'm going to let you guys call them out as they come to see if it appears naturally. But anyway, the Prince Colonel, he's very upset because this battle even though he won it he's behind in the battle ranking system behind the convicted murderer pilot lee shimin i'm sorry what? yeah lee sounds like a badass lee does sound pretty cool Fucking bad boy. based on the one fact of convicted murderer <laughs> well you forgot about the second fact that he's top dog so he's a convicted murderer <laughs> pilot which yes is a character ripped straight out of g gundam but we're gonna ignore that we're not gonna draw out the fact that she's has actually described her own work is being based on her love of anime and harem mangas. When do we get to rip off oh, Big no. We also find out that this is the distant future in a far-off lane. Oh, and the disclaimer at the start of the book, there's first like a trigger warning, which I actually kind of get for like, you know, like sexual assault, murder, violence. But there's a follow-up trigger warning where it says, <laughs> everything in this book is fictional and is not based on real people or <laughs> events. No. <laughs> what? And I was curious about that because I started looking up all this stuff. And it turns out that a lot of the names she's used for these characters are just Chinese mythological figures like uh, Guang no uh, Yang Guang the guy we were just talking about well he was actually one of the greatest tyrants in Chinese history how do you even keep these names straight I've already lost who were who's he who he has notes he's looking at notes exclusively for this episode the names sometimes get mixed up about who does what which is why I have the notes Connor but we also find out that they were given this chrysalis technology by the okay. aliens America. No, the Yellow Sovereign. Yeah! Oh, no. Which, no, I, no, what? <laughs> which I think we all know what accent he would use that we aren't allowed to do here. But yes. A Mr. Royal. Oh my God, he's French-Canadian. Wow, can you believe they're making a reference to the king in yellow? <laughs> yes, it is I, the French-Canadian provincial lord, the Yellow Sovereign. <laughs> ah, I thought we trapped you in Quebec. That one French listener is fucking howling right now. <laughs> Additionally, we find out that there was this other lord named Quin Zhang who piloted the yellow dragon <laughs> mech. That w There's he, a lot of yellow in this so one. He got infected with a disease called flower pox and suspended himself with chi inside of a volcano indefinitely. And he's like, come find me when you can cure my illness. Otherwise, what? don't bug me. So yeah, much like Rodan in Godzilla, King of the Monsters... <laughs> 
he preserves himself inside the healthy heart of a volcano Why? the most accommodating of all places on earth and the reason they give is like inside a volcano is a direct access to the earth's chi mm. they, they, sure so you can just draw energy straight <laughs> from it oh yeah also there's a mysterious group called the heavenly council which when they sacrifice properly to it be that uh like huan and this huan duen spirit metal corpses and or, this heavenly council do they have a gate p potentially what they do have is the ability to send down schematics and not lost knowledge like medicine books diagrams medicine but, is lost knowledge well yeah it's because it's like 2000 years of conflict with the space monsters or something fletcher so we have our heroine here wu jai tan and she's getting beautified talking about how she's going to kill guang yang yeah i saw the start of mulan she's with her friend ichu he is a rich guy from the city who flew in on his hover bike medicine lost knowledge hover bikes never fucking lose that <laughs> he also has an advanced i don't know ipad or something that lets him access all this lost information and she is astonished to go flipping through it but as they're having their heart to heart about her dead sister who was killed by yang guang in his defense of the city you always exposit that hard lady and then she goes on about how when she kills yang guang yes three generations of her family will be put to death but she's cool with that because they're all assholes to her and then she hobbles back into the village before nightfall so her dad doesn't beat her to death because she has to hobble everywhere they do like the traditional like feet binding <laughs> oh, they have no. feet. i've seen those photos yeah and it goes in this part was actually gnarly because it like goes into detail about the process of like breaking the bones and soaking them in pig's blood she's i'm gonna say still a little terse about the whole situation she hasn't exactly forgiven everyone and then she gets back and her dad's like are you a whore were you having sex in the mountains i can't sell you to the army if you're not a proper what if lady she was? What if she was just out there raging all night? What are you going to do about it? He would beat her to death. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you always bet on a sure thing, Connor. <laughs> Connor, he's not the best at bluffing. We'll say that. How do you think traditions were formed, Connor? So, yeah, they're going to sell her to the army as a human battery for the mechs because they're mad. They already sold her sister and she died, but she didn't die properly, so they don't get the war death bonus. So they're hoping this time around everything goes right. How did she die if it wasn't proper? Suicide? Uh, She was beaten to death, allegedly, by Yang Guang or something. A we don't and know. that's not uh, a legitimate death? Classic loophole. You don't even get a blood money consolation for that? Well, as she's talking with her family... Ichu shows back up and he's like, no, I'll marry your daughter. You see, I'm the son of the richest media mogul in the entire world. No, but we want her In to love die. with the world's plainest woman. No, Zaitan's like, you can't marry me. I need to go kill Yang Guang. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> rejecting Refu love. Refusing to let this turn into romantic sure. story. And Respect. so she goes to the Great Wall, a secret <laughs> underground, <laughs> a secret underground testing facility <laughs> where she has to play a video game like Frogger to get her power level ranking oh so it's ender's game yeah and she's like 600 10 times the normal person and she's gonna kill yang guang who has like a power level of twenty thousand or something mm. yada 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 she has her whole plan he walks in he's incredibly charming and he's like ha ha i see you're about to stab to death my other concubines i like your spunk young one come with me and he picks scoops her up he's also got a full suit of spirit metal armor which at first sounds what? yeah so at first it sounds like just a kind of uh magnetic armor they can control with their mind it does a bit more later fletcher but i don't want to ruin the surprise for you does it kill people in grotesquely brutal ways yes sweet so he takes her up to his giant tower penthouse because they all live over their mechs and he's like you know i'm not that bad of a guy why don't you come with me and get to know me a little better and she's like yes and then i'll stab you and you're in my mind i'll find a way to kill you you see this is my body and i will use it for murder and vengeance cool. and her plan is to seduce him and kill him and then she actually 
actually starts getting seduced by him. He makes like a dumb little lotus flower or something out of his armor. And he's in the process of charming her when the, I don't know, danger alarm sounds like you are getting attacked by space aliens. I hope he just dies to aliens like right now. No, he's like, we need to go defend people. And she's like, no, I don't want to all die in there. And he's like, well, sorry. And then he ties her up and tosses her in the mech. <laughs> Motivation. Wow, I really didn't think this through. So she is, she wakes up in this mind realm, which they later lazily call the yin yang realm. So. Oh, sure. Isn't that just mean the balance realm? Yeah, and there's like a little kid there. He's like, help me, help me. And she's like, wait a minute. You might be Yang Guang as a child. I'll strangle you to death. What? And as as she does. A (laughs) bold assumption. As she does. Well, she guesses correctly and she wakes up. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Thank goodness for that. (laughs) She wakes up and then it's her and him facing each other. He's like, what the fuck? How are you? They're in their mental space. And he's like, stay the fuck back. I'm piloting the mech right now now and while you're drifting to use a pacific rim that is term, pacific rim yeah they can share each other's memories and she goes rooting through his mind and finds like one instance I, literally one where he like slaps a woman or something and like it was him doing the same pickup routine with all these different chicks and she's like well that's good enough reason for me you're probably a violent bastard i mean you're right but <laughs> yeah and then she uh well it's kind of like that uh vincent offering movie the cell madre oh my no no mixed with a little touch of 80s horror because about this time yang Guang says she a kazam kunai with chain and a, bu- yeah. a bunch of chains appear out of nowhere binding her and she's like wait a minute if this is a mental space then i can control stuff too and she breaks the chain draws out a light blade as he puts up a force field trying to defend himself and she stabs him in the neck laughing like a maniac the whole time as he bleeds out in her arms is that the book are we, are we done is that, that no sounds good to me revenge achieved now after she turns into freddy krueger she wakes up in control of the mech and all wait, the other wait. mechs are there they're like we're in the middle of the battle what the hell are you doing get back in the fight and a guy says i'm gonna have to transform soon which generally kills the concubine so she grabs him his mech by the throat and yells no more dead girls then starts stomping around the battlefield shooting chi lasers out of her eyes meanwhile the aliens are just like cool (laughs) well she transforms the spirit higher than it's ever been transformed before madre as the nine-tailed fox mech grows bulkier and gets a gatling gun tail all feminine traits to have what yeah, then she starts, she just kills all the things by herself, and they're like, wow, Colonel Yang, you sure are different right now, not talking and being insanely violent. <laughs> yeah, and then at the very end, she splits the face of the mech open with her mind, and then steps out, tossing the dead colonel's body at her feet, hobbling over it, laughing like a maniac, and screaming, your dream is over, welcome to your nightmare, ha 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 ha. And that's our hero. <laughs> your waking nightmare. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to root for this. <laughs> This Sunday, Hell in a Cell, we find the Yellow Sovereign versus the Undertaker. Hell in a Cell? When does Vincent D'Onofrio come back in? <laughs> no. Probably when he kills his CO. <laughs> <laughs> and it just cuts to her being manhandled by the other pilot. She's like, ow, 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 stop it. Quit, oh, that hurts. Outside of the neck, I'm a cripple. <laughs> I just realized how insanely vulnerable I am yeah. once I stop. Also, she's super tired because using all that chi wears you out and you have to have time to recharge, which is a major point later on. And they pull her in front of chief strategist Chuka, who's like, so you killed our best pilot. Can you tell us why? He was weak. It was funny. That's actually what she says. She goes full <laughs> Fletcher here and she says, 
I have no regrets about killing him. It means I got to live. What should I have died? That's not even that didn't even answer my question. But how do you escape his mind realm? She just says, "Oh, I strangled him as a child." And they're like, "So you knew you were in a mind realm and you did that anyway?" She's like, "Yeah, why not?" Because she's like it divergent. Was fun. Well, then she's like, "I don't get why everyone's so caught up on this Colonel Yang guy. What are people saying about me in the news?" And she starts ah, she starts asking about herself. A female character. Wait, you said Iron Widow just now? So this has happened before? Tell me more about it. How do I kill more people and take Why over do we their owe you anything? <laughs> because I have a high spirit pressure now, Madre, and you need pilots like me. I feel like they would just kill you anyway. They got a plan for that, Connor. <laughs> Bomb caller. Not quite. First, they toss her in a cell for a few days, and it's there she hallucinates her dead sister coming back to her and whispering in her ear, Kill more. You, kill, keep killing. You've changed nothing. Because the monster they think you are. Yeah! And then she dreams about being in a mech and smashing all sorts of people. So they decide to put her back in a mech. And they're going to okay. partner her with the convicted murderer Lee Shimmy <laughs> we mentioned earlier. She couldn't even limbo under the psyche, Val. <laughs> is, is, he, is he a sweetheart, though? Well, I'm going to let you decide, Fletcher. So... <laughs> It's going to be the vermilion bird, a fire type chrysalis. And they go, in, they go into all this shit about the types of chrysalises and cheese. And I zone the fuck out so fast. If you've ever seen that 10 to 15 minute Naruto video explaining how the different elements work for and against each other, it's that exact thing. Oh man, it's Chinese elements too. Where's the wood mech? Yeah, there is a wood mech. Hell yeah. And they all have different properties. Like wood's really good at wood shape is changing. Just earth, Madre. Give it up. No, because no. earth, earth is bigger and it can't shoot chi blast what about fire can. fire is brittle but powerful <gasps> yeah this is fire. all What's information metal? that pushed out precious childhood memories i can now tell you about metal it's uh good at changing shape that's it that, i feel like that, that's the yeah, opposite yeah. of what Me metal does Wait, metal's so very mutable what, what can you huh? do with it like if, like make swords out of your arms and shit you can do all sorts of stuff but that's gonna come later when we get into the spirit armor suits fletcher Ooh. so lee shimin shows up he's insanely jacked dwarfing his prison guards they have uh cuffs on him leg cuffs they have a collar around his neck and a bag over his head they take off the bag and he is a hannibal lecter style muzzle on oh the spit guard oh well she walks up to him and then she starts taunting him like so i heard you killed your family did they deserve it because she thinks well if i'm going to die i might as well be annoying as possible and at gunpoint they force these two murderers into the <laughs> giant mech that can shoot laser blasts and they say okay go fight for us I don't think this is going to work very well. Well, their plan is to have Lee Shamin, with his massive spirit pressure, just kill her right away. But uh -huh. she wakes up in his mind realm, is Connor. She also why a did, why boy? does she keep? Is she like a mind walker or something? No, it's whenever they drift. Generally, the female pilots just die. We'll find out why later. But right now, it's just a realm of fire and knives, kind of a lot like the an Oblivion level, Connor. That game from 2008 when you wake up and it's a hellish landscape of pain and suffering. Oblivion was 2006. My, my mistake. You're old. You're you're so fucking old right now well she's in this hell dimension and she's it. like well if again if this is just a, controlled by my mind and then she morphs herself willingly into a giant monstrous bird creature by phoenix gr by growing bone marrow out of her arms and turning it into wings and flying around and she finds lee shimin and then she tries to strangle him and he strangles her right back and they're having some <laughs> kind of fight and they wake up and they're getting yelled at by the army handler because apparently in their struggle the vermilion bird went through a villainous transformation Connor. You know, kind of like when Agamon becomes Skull Greymon. The best transformation? A villainous transformation. He yep. wasn't already a villain. But how badass was it? Well, the bird turned into a haggard version of itself, Fletcher, with fangs and claws and ragged wings. And it started storming around the battlefield, killing everything. Kind of like the dark power-up 
Question. So they're upset. They're like, okay, well now you two are somehow even more powerful than when you went in there, and we don't know what to do with you. Kill them. Shoot them. Well, End it. We, we can't, can't do Connor. that. Yes, you we can. Need, we need Yes, you them. can. You're China. You have a million billion <laughs> uh, uh, people. We're Hua Sha, Connor. <laughs> Which is located in Canada. Connor, where, the Great East, where we else are we about? supposed to find such immense chi? Come on. A- any little small village you pulled this one from? Eh. Eh? We got these ones. Well, they have a plan. First, they unmuzzle Lee Shimin, and he grabs the guard immediately by the throat and lifts him up until another one brings him a flask of grain alcohol, which he just starts <laughs> guzzling. Well, my okay. kind of daddy's pretty easy to control. Yeah, you just got to bribe him right. And then they bribe him again by tossing her into his cell. And while a lot of the other pilots, they live a life of luxury with concubines and wealth and riches beyond their wildest dreams up until they turn 25 and they all mysteriously die on the battlefield for some reason. Uh, they've decided that Lee Shimin needs to be locked in a cave underneath the Great Wall. And he's got a bed. And he used to have books, but those got taken away when he turned the pages into shivs and tried to kill a guard. Oh. How? And she's like, well, he's probably going to rape me, but he can't rape me if I offer myself to him. Huh? You know, okay. I know men have... The forward juke? Sure. I know men have needs. And he's like, I'm actually not interested. I don't want to... <laughs> <I don't>, oh, <laughs> man. God fucking laid up on that one. I don't want to have sex with you. Is he gay? Connor, why do you think everyone's gay? What are you the female character? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's like, good, because I don't even like you. You're a murderer, by the way. And anyone who willingly kills another human being hold for up, any hold, reason hold is probably a monster beyond redemption. <laughs> someone I could never be in the same room with or Madre, even look at in the face. Bring I'm, up the notes. My irony poisoning. So she's like, well, you said your family deserved it. And he's like, yeah, my brothers gang raped my only friend as we lived in our poverty apartment. So I killed them with my bare hands. Then my father came at me with a meat cleaver. So I had to kill him too. And she's like, well, if you're such a good guy, why don't you kill yourself? So wait a minute. He didn't kill them for funsies. No, he didn't kill them for funsies. He killed them because they (laughs) brutally assaulted the only woman that was ever nice to him. All right, I'm passing on him. (laughs) You hear the life leave his voice with each word of that. You gotta jump on the. Um, I only forgot the, the main character's Wu name. Wu Shaitan. Yeah, you gotta jump on Wu Shaitan's murder train, Fletch. Oh, yeah, her plan is still to kill Lee Shimin. Actually, she's upset after this battle because her goal was to kill him in the cockpit and take control of the mech. That's her goal right now, is just to kill as many male pilots as possible because she's mad at the injustice of a system that allows for all these women pilots to die, Fletcher. And she says, You willingly got into your mech 11 times and killed 11 people, and that makes you a coward and a murderer. Okay. I mean, you're getting there, so. (laughs) And he just starts crying and saying, you know, you're a real pleasant one, lady. And he starts, like, weeping himself to sleep. What a bitch. (laughs) Not cool. This is how you establish dominance. So they have to go to the army command center and get all dressed up because people are... Uh, yeah, there's also like a whole subplot about media control and how they're uh, showing up to the media. Because also, pilots are fantastical stars. What is this? Some pretty, kind of Hunger Games shit? Pretty kind on of? the nose. Surely the media couldn't be so easily influenced, right, Spencer? Well, Lee Shimin shows up and he's got nerd glasses on now, like full-on Coke bottle. <laughs> and he wasn't scowling the whole time. He was squinting. And it turns out that they took away all of his books and his glasses because he was just using them to try to kill guards. Okay. He's actually an intellectual. So yeah. that Because he has glasses. They have to meet up with their trainer Seema who is, you know, Mickey from the Rocky series? Yeah. I kept imagining him like that. You know, since we're in Canada and all, and like, <laughs> boxing's probably a big deal up there. Uh, they have this old guy who's like, I'm from Army High Command. I'm a general. Now you guys, we're going to train. We're going to get you in sync because right now you're not working as a team. We're going to do ice skating. 
the best pair bonding activity imaginable. Are we sure this isn't Canada, Connor? We're afraid to give the guy books because he'll turn the paper into <laughs> shit. Ice skates are cool. Well, you know, we didn't really think the whole process through, I guess. But I'm certain that once they're better committed, we won't have the most powerful mech in our whole oh, arsenal. Oh, they need committed already. <laughs> <laughs> so Jaitan, she starts playing along. She's like, so if I become a pilot and work for you, I'll get all the privileges the boys have. And they're like, sure, whatever. Just go kill the alien invaders that are constantly threatening yeah. to eradicate our entire species. You're not going to inherit shit if the aliens destroy it how many times do we have to drill this in at least one more in the mess hall however they're going to get their food and the obituary for yang guang pops up and he was apparently everybody's favorite guy everyone loved <laughs> yang guang and they're all mad at the iron widow because she killed him ah so his cousin shows up and he's like you killed my cousin and i'll uh, kill you i'm too. sorry let me let me use the proper accent you killed uh, hit me with french canadian madre i need to feel it you out killed my cousin close enough hey. and she's like yeah it was fun i do it again <laughs> yeah and, he, and he's like yeah. that's fucked up bitch i'm gonna fucking lay hands now and while he's about to fuck him up she men show like stands up and he's like i know she still wants to kill me but i won't let you lay a finger on her simp simp <laughs> activity and this guy's in some fucking iron man armor because up until this point like i said i thought the spirit armor shit it like launches acupuncture needles into your spine which allows you to channel your chi i thought it was just like it allows them to bond with the mech and We're control crowbarring it. so many chinese things Canadian <laughs> right I thought it was just like okay let's them bond or whatever no this shit gives them superhuman abilities up to and including laser blast and super strength because this guy punches a hole in the wall taking a swing at Shimin who just I guess turns on drunken boxing and starts flailing around as oh, a, like Bill Raichou. another guy shows up and starts fucking just shooting Chi laser blast out of his fingers left and right like it's not a big deal and Shimin is dunking on these two dudes with their super powered suits he doesn't have one because the army won't allow him one for undisclosed reasons. How? How did he fail the evaluation? They literally give murderers mechs. Yeah, well, th that's How the do you wash part. out of that? Well, they don't like him because he killed his family over a dumb woman, who they killed anyway for being uh, dishonored. Everybody and, sure. here, with the exception of the main character, has killed their family. Oh, I also forgot to mention, he's also Wrong D, which is a... There's <laughs> Huey and there's Wrong D, which is a racial minority, and everyone hates them for some reason, because they live as nomad barbarians outside the wall that sounds oh. badass dude like the uh -huh. those are si those silly southerners they live in the land south of us those nomadic americans <laughs> so wait does that mean they get attacked by the like weird angel things their plan is to run away and they do do they make it i, I apparently enough to have a society dude i want to be part of them yeah nomads yeah nomad life and i have to have a moment of truth guys this is the part where i officially stopped caring about what happened in this book <laughs> this right here this fight scene in the cafeteria and I just thought to myself, there are thousands of self-replicating giant laser shooting monsters living outside the Great Wall, and they're having a goddamn scuffle in the fucking lunchroom. Yeah. These are the elite soldiers of Hua Sha, Fletcher. And? Well, I'm just, I've been beginning to wonder the uh, the genius of killing everyone when they turn 25. I'm just thinking maybe it wasn't the best plan to have a group of no, rambunctious, no. hormone-fueled maniacs piloting 50-foot-tall goddamn flamethrowing monsters. Saw, I saw it in Logan's 
run, and it sounded like a good idea at the time. It sounded pretty cool to me. Unfortunately, we couldn't do, do like the whole gemstone thing. And we couldn't kill him earlier. Well, while this fight's happening, someone just grabs Wu Shaitan. <laughs> no response. I'm not going to fucking justify it. <laughs> oh, also, she's in. This is the other part that made me tune out. So she's incredibly turned on by the blood sport of the whole thing, and she says, Man, you're just so attractive when you brutally beat people to death in front of me. I'm so turned on. Still gonna kill you though. That makes sense for her character. Yeah, well the guards come in, they shoot a gun, and she men like as they cuff him, collar oh, no. him, triple cuff him. The worst the natural enemy of the Canadian. <laughs> he says, Something isn't right about this. Something's not right. And she's whooshed away to his cell. And Ichu is there, that super rich guy who was her best friend from earlier. He's like, Don't worry, I pulled some strings to become a junior strategist in the army. But I thought you wanted to be a doctor. I can be a doctor anytime How I want. Uh, medicine's a lost art. Is 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 he actually just a doctor for holding the strings or is actually just like hiding his identity like is he, is he the son of the washout like emperor or something spencer no he's the son of a media mogul who controls everything oh so close enough well he's like i can be a doctor anytime i want i couldn't bear wow. losing you though you're more precious than that that's the humblest of brags yeah and then he starts asking about she he's like is he treating you well has he murdered you yet and she says no he's actually okay i just still have to kill him to enact my revenge plan you know how these things go does and it ever end or I don't have one in sight no it's more just kind of nebulous killing until I get bored I suppose or somebody executes me for being an unruly monster who is desperately trying to take control of mechs and has dreams about slaughtering all of her own kin ah, that's why I love you yeah but that's badass so Ichu he goes into Shimin's backstory in a massive exposition dump and this motherfucker just keeps getting more goddamn backstory throughout this fucking oh my book. god so in addition to having to kill his own family he's like Yes, Shimin. Well, he also was in a super special preparatory academy, the best one in all of Huaxia, because he was top of the class. He was so smart, he brought the entire grade's GPA up. And then, huh? to pay for this academy, <laughs> he was champion at 16 years old in an underground blood sport arena. And in between the matches, of which he was a champion, he studied by candlelight, which destroyed his oh, eyes. So this is the school, the school year arc. Candlelight destroys your eyes, huh? Well, more or less. And Ichu describes all of these things things about how he is a great guy who is also an artist and then old Wu Zaitan she says you're only saying these things because you thought of him as a murderer first he's a bad guy and as such it's okay for me to kill him he's murdered people and I don't mean his family I specifically mean the co-pilots he was forced to fly with at gunpoint who he killed accidentally by being super powerful and then Shi Min well he eventually comes back because him and Wu Zaitan they gotta go back to ice skating and while they're ice skating Seema says, so have you two fucked yet? Or like, is that happening? And she's like, why would you say that, blush? Yeah, he hasn't Tee-hee. murdered enough people yet. Who's getting there? <laughs> but Seema, he says, well, I mean, if you two haven't fucked yet, that's probably why you're not bonding properly in the mech, which is really giving me a whole lot of ideas about the Pacific Rim remakes and about the different ways we could no, go with it, Fletcher. No. It, it, if those I, Australians saying, come back, I'm leaving. They come back and they're doing their training routines and they are desperately trying to find some way to become a better pair. And there's an enemy amongst them, a guy named An Lu Shan who is a senior strategist. And I kind of imagined him as the stuffy, nerdy dude from Mulan, the one with the Fu Manchu mustache who was reporting directly, the one in blue. Oh, yeah, 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 the, the advisor. Yeah, that guy. He knows that these two are cheetah pleated, they're about to die. So he decides he's going to have to send them on a suicide mission. 
to Why? get rid of well the army doesn't really like having these two massively powerful pilots who both seem to have a bit of a grudge against the sitting government Fletcher so they're like yeah you have to go back out there and as he's giving this news Shi Min fucking starts dying and coughing up blood and he's drunk himself half to death and they find out that more backstory on death row he had one of his kidneys and half his liver harvested for organ transplant. Oh, the Chinese Spencer, no respectable government would ever harvest organs from their prisoners. Well, I think this is commentary on the Canadian healthcare system, Connor, <laughs> and about why we can't have a universal system here in America, because this kind of atrocity will occur probably daily, probably to you. they just you. euthanized them first. Well, not in this case, because we can't kill the death row inmate yet. There has to be a time and a place. But the doctors <laughs> can't operate, because because of the missing organs, his chi is too far out of balance. It wouldn't do them any good. And the kidney, that stores your life, she, Connor. Lose that, it's gone forever. No way to get that back. Why do you have two? Uh, Well, because you have two lives. It's ancient Canadian symbolism. So, Dude, Seema, that's badass. <laughs> Seema grabs the dying she-men and the hobbling Wu-Zaitan, and he's hauling them out. And the pair, he's like, I can't let you two die. You're the strongest pair we've had. We need you to retake the Joe region, which was lost in a push 50 years ago. The Joe Rogan region? Wow, 50 I don't years think you ago. Go that's there. like ancient history. Yeah, in a 2,000-year-old war. The Joe Rogan region, Connor? Yeah. Hey, Jamie, pull Jamie. this up. So, okay, these Hund, these Hund ones, right? Now, I, I know they're big. They're made of metal. But could they really be a chimpanzee in a fight? I just don't see it happening, man. A chimp comes at them, boom, rips off their metal arms, pulls out their core. Next thing you know, a chimp's in a mech. And is that the world we want? I don't think so. That's I a nice know, parable man. for what's happening here, actually. I don't know. I'd put more faith in the monkey, I think. <laughs> it at least wouldn't actively try to kill me. As Seema is rushing them along, he's like, you can't shoot me. I'm from Central Command. And then Ichu shows back up. He's like, I'm also apparently gay for she men because I'm bisexual as we uh, discover in a flashback woo. and uh, Wu Zaitan also a says a flashback we can't take current him's word for it he's like you have to have, you have, to have tenure <laughs> yeah we need to see the sex what's your portfolio what's your like? pedigree here <laughs> and so he's like you can't shoot me I'm rich and the guards are like well damn I, he's making a pretty compelling point actually and so the dying she men and the hobbling crippled woman managed to outpace the armed guards sent by Lu Shan and they hide until the alert is done and once the alert's done they're like okay cool we don't have to go out anymore ah so it's solid snake rules well once the alert drop connor on lushan loses all of his power what it's like cinderella i (laughs) I guess (laughs) and so the next day she's like i need to make allies since everyone apparently hates me oh gee (laughs) (laughs) why would anyone hate me a murderer Hey, Kwai Lo, the female pilot of the White Tiger, because there's also only, there's two other female pilots that are like a balanced match, so they don't just immediately die, and one of them pilots the White Tiger, and she is a racial minority, the wrong D, and immediately she's like, don't you dare try to steal my man, you whore, which is a shame, Connor, because it's here, the book fails the Bechdel test. Ooh, that's true. <laughs> they had the opportunity to talk about anything but a man, but this woman, Kwai Lo I don't think I, that's how you say it. I can't believe that's a real name. I forget how they pronounce it, but you know what? I'm going with the Star Wars pronunciation <laughs> here. And so she's like, yeah, I know. My I was with my partner in the drift, and he thought of you. So stay the fuck away, or I'll cut your face off. And then she meets the other female pilot in the showers where she went hunting to meet people. Ooh, ooh, another, another uh, epithet about stealing your man. No, this is Xiao Ying, pilot of the Black Tortoise, and she's got like a mom vibe, and like she's like super nice, saying, "Oh yeah, like it's so nice to meet you." Uh, by the way, is your partner evil because he's a wrong D? I'm kind of racist, by the way. 
Just uh, thought I'd mention that before leaving. Does that still count as passing the Bechdel? I, damn. Does race, it's because it's more about the race than it is about yeah. the gender. Well, it doesn't matter, Connor. We can think about that while they train more, including their training of jumping off the Great Wall in their spirit metal suits and growing wings, allowing them to fly. And this oh. is relevant to mech training how? Uh, in to, case you get lost without your mech. Yeah, to fall. Are you going you, to fight kaiju without your mech? Yeah. To, to fall, one must first fly. An ancient Canadian said that. <laughs> Mr. Trudeau, I believe. And the wisest of all Canadians said that to fight giant mechel kaiju, one must first be able to fly in a wingsuit like a sparrow. That seems oddly specific. Well, that was the Canadian philosopher Seth Rogen. And I think oh. that he knows a little bit more about aliens than you, Connor. So there's another massive attack. And again, on Lushan has his guards show up with guns and they literally force them at gunpoint into the mech with the guards climbing in after them and sitting there with a pistol pointing pointed against their heads saying, okay, now fight or we'll just shoot you in the head. So we have eye lasers and super suits outside of the mechs, but we're still enforcing everything with guns? Yeah. Well, it's the most easy. Not everyone has a high spirit pressure module. We got to balance the playing field somewhat. Yeah, you artificially raise your spirit pressure by like at least 10 points with a gun. So you, did you know uh, that guy she fought back in the cafeteria that's like, you killed my cousin, I'm going to fuck you up, bitch? Well, he's on the battlefield right now. And so Zaitan, she's like, look, you have to let me take control. And she asked this by grabbing Shimin by the throat inside their mental link and saying, I'll kill us both if you don't relinquish command and he's like okay fine you need to take a serious <laughs> chill pill and she's like don't worry my options right now are to disobey and die or I could try to fight and possibly earn enough recognition to survive disobey and die oh yeah, disobey yeah. And die. yeah go the Mulan route how does that story end I never finish it oh well so she goes with disobey and die yeah yeah and she decides to grab the headless warrior mech and rip this dude's arm and leg off which sends the mental pain of having your arm and leg ripped off straight into the pilot's brain. And the, and the female pilot, right? Uh, no, that one's protected by being in the subconscious because she thinks, maybe I should just crush the chrysalis and kill him. And she's like, I'd kill an innocent woman in the process. Right. That wouldn't be her. So in the middle of this battle, their mech just goes rogue and starts smashing everything. But because they're the biggest, no one can really do anything. And then it turns into the monstrous bird form again. And she's like, you know what? Maybe I should do some fighting. And she goes around. <laughs> do I live on this planet too? <laughs> well, first, she decides to go on a rampage and walks up to the Great Wall where Central High Command is located, and she's like, I'm going to smash and kill you all. <laughs> okay. Well, Ichu comes out, and he's like, hey, I'm here too. Are you going to like do something? Yeah. <laughs> you know, earlier when I said that there were guards with pistols located like right next yeah. to them? Well, I believe they got ejected. I can't say for a certain, because this was about the point that I started dancing in Walmart <laughs> to the Gnarls Barkley song that came on over the speakers, <laughs> and I, I stopped paying attention for a little bit. I could have rewound, but I felt it would be a more authentic experience to instead fill this part with, does that make me crazy Topical. does that make me crazy and Ishu is like, no, you can't kill everyone needlessly. You have to have a reason for it. But first, let me help. And so he's like, I know you both are dying from lack of chi. You can use me as a battery. And they're like, ah, oh, that's kind of weird. We've never thought about that before. But they open up their chest and metal tendrils come out and start sucking chi out of Ichu. I wonder if that's what happened to the guys over 25. No, he's, well, that's a, we'll get into that in a second, Connor. Yeah, Connor, don't jump to conclusions. I will jump. No, that's called a sacrifice because every time that a powerful pilot does a transformation or shows up on the battlefield, the Hwindwins decide to launch an attack. They get agitated. So every so often they take the aging pilot who's not really in the prime of his life anymore. 25. An, an aged 26, decrepit in Canada. And oh. they decide to execute them on the battlefield so that the Hwindwins will settle
settled down. It's a oh yeah, which is why they haven't made any progress in like the last fifty years because they just kill every powerful pilot they get before they can do anything. And that's why Sima is like, no, I need to protect you two so we can retake this region. Anyway, once Ichu climbs in their mech, it gets an ultra instinct heroic form and fucking grows fifty more feet and grows a longbow and they start How? sniping all the windwinds and single handedly win the battle without any help from anyone else. Because three people are more powerful, Fletcher, and it's like she told her trainer early on, the triangle is the most powerful shape. No, it's Especially not. Especially when it comes to relationships. Well, he's like, are you in a, I don't, look, if you're in a fucking, like, love triangle, you need to knock that shit out because the fate of humanity depends on it. And she's like, I don't need someone, especially a man, telling me what to do because my body is my business. Especially when it's implicitly controlling a rare artifact that less than 100 exists in the entire world, specifically needed to preserve the entire entirety of the human race okay yeah but did she use her ice skating or flying i suppose they got slightly better and anyway they're (sighs) they're super famous uh stars throughout the world now okay yeah because ichu's dad is the most powerful media mogul in the entire world and he says yeah come to the city and i'll make you i don't know famous and the goal here is to become famous so they can get enough support to launch an attack to retake the joe region instead of being executed because without superstar power i guess the army is just going to shoot him in the fucking head this feels like Hunger sure. Games. Remarkably so. It Well, it started off with her on a revenge quest, and then she just got it in the first chapter, and she's yeah, like, not okay. much of a quest. From now on, I guess I'm just here to murder people. Side and quest, PR. Connor. Yeah, well, they go they go to the fucking city, and then Harvey Weinstein shows uh. up. No. <laughs> yeah, so he's like this, Ichu's dad is just like this fat dude who's like throwing an elaborate party, and he's like, yes, that's the problem with women, though. Oh. They oh. don't always know their place. Yes, we need them, of course, to bear our children and make our sandwiches. But the important part is making sure they know that I'm better than them. Anyway, uh, strip naked and read your contract out on camera so I have blackmail on you. And Yeah, she goes for it. She's like, and from that moment, I knew I would kill him. And And also, I was in love. He was living on my mercy. And... (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry, my temporary mercy. Temporary? Yeah, then they have like a whole fucking chapter of them doing photo op events and shit. Oh my God. Yes, and this is- it Is just, this the beach episode? Oh my fucking God. There's like a whole <laughs> subplot where they meet up and they're talking with the other pilots and then racism becomes a thing and they're- Yeah, because uh, one of the- True Canadian <laughs> story. One of the pilots is just like, ah, these fucking wrong D. I won't travel with these barbarous savages. That Barely is, even human. Well, his, his wife, the nice lady, She's like, oh, he's just stirred up from the flight. He gets like that sometimes. You know how it is. Took a couple Ambien. It makes him racist. Yeah, and then they have a fucking wedding. It's, a, I'm sorry, a partnership ceremony. You know, when you when you proposed this, I thought there'd be a lot more fighting and not this shit. Bro, I'm telling you exactly how this goes down. More time is spent on the wedding than on the battlefield. Are you fucking serious? They don't go into any of the actual cool mech shit about slaughtering all sorts of cities. It's just, yeah, and then she kills everyone. Wow, but- Spencer, I can't <sighs> believe you're giving this story such a male-equated coverage. Connor, she this before the wedding, she has sex with Ichu, and he's like, I know you're still going to be in a relationship with Shimen, and that's okay, because love is an unlimited resource. So I get that you might need more for, than just me. What at the end is, they're oh, gonna, are they going to sacrifice instead of women, like, love? 
as they're like re-forced. no this is just to set up the fact that she gets to have two boyfriends that's it yeah we get yeah, the-, the bad boy and the nice guy it's called <sighs> this is hunger games baby it's and called being we just got our gale i really hate this book <laughs> <laughs> no no well anyway they, like after the wedding she has like a mental flashback of wendy sheman's old dead partner and then she understands that this powerful woman wouldn't have just died she must have been assassinated by the army in a way that made it look like an accident because the army has rigged the chrysalis system fletcher yeah and so to okay. get confirmation they kidnap on lushan and pour boiling water over his face turning that's, his skin that's into the best a... you can do boiling water well then they like threaten to kill his son and he instantly collapses into a crying mess and admits oh that God, yes the female seat in the mech has been tampered with to turn women into human batteries and give them zero chance of survival and it also show like him force feeding shimin alcohol to get him addicted and he turned into like a character alcohol? from a night a 1920s noir film where he's like it didn't have to be this way kid unfortunately for you well, we need a soldier see yeah that's how they the, the most addicting thing they could come up with what is alcohol. this the 50s yeah that's how they control him because they're like we'll give you unlimited grain alcohol if you just keep fighting the for aliens us. destroyed all the heroin fields madre lost art of alcohol <laughs> well they got very upset i'm sorry zaitan got very upset and she goes into how much of a coward he is for being a drunkard and then old ichu says no he's not weak he's sick alcoholism is a disease and he can't help it what a weirdly progressive stance to take especially considering all the other non-progressive stuff going on (laughs) well zaitan she says that things are going to be a little different after this retaking of the joe region oh no it's mark Wahlberg. (laughs) she knows that the government's going to try to kill her so after they take back the joe region and their heroes they're going to kill the government and take over and they're going to get all the pilots to work with them this is what the oh okay this is what we call a coup d'etat or as a french canadian would say a coup d'etat and she says that (laughs) yes the army and the geniuses that command the battlefield they're useless the pilots are the only thing that matter connor oh boy (laughs) when are we and it's mentioned earlier that pilots do a starship troopers when are we gonna get anywhere with this (laughs) pilots pilots do the flying pilots do the dying (laughs) (laughs) pilots used to be warlords in a time before the central government fletcher the yellow emperor uh kui shang with the yellow dragon well yeah so he was the last warlord pilot and i guess after him they're like you know maybe having the just the strongest guy run the country like the physically strongest isn't the most effective form of governance okay (laughs) you've changed ever since you started reading those right-wing docudramas Oh, he doesn't, about him. he doesn't read on Spencer. He just watches them on TikTok. Well, Ichu, he's uh, in the kitchen making buns in a flower apron as the two of them fly back in their mech suits after torturing to death and drowning uh, old Anlu Shan. So their major political opponent is now just dead. And they come back. They start eating buns, laughing to each other. Li Shimin and Ichu share a passionate kiss in a steam-filled room. I can still smell his boiling flesh. Kiss me. Ah. And Zaitan, she reflects, that's the beauty of not playing by the rules. <laughs> You see, you can get the man that will help you murder a political opponent and also the one that will bake you food afterwards. She's literally giving her I love being evil speech. Feels good to be bad. Well, Madre, is she really so bad when the system is so rigged against her? Yes. 
she worded it as getting away with it. I don't know. The system seems to have made her like su- a superstar. Listen, the system can't be evil, and you can still be evil too. The world being messed up does not mean that you being messed up is in any way justified. And all the mechs line up shoulder to shoulder, and they go marching out into the Joe region to retake it. The rumbling? Yeah, so oh this is God. this is the part where I realized she was just ripping off Attack on Titan when they march outside the wall to reclaim the part that fell. Ugh. They are stomping by, and she's like, man, sure doesn't even look like people have ever settled out here oh well that's weird and uh, uh, they see no they see nomads running by holding up signs saying hey do you have any cure for the emperor are you here to save the emperor is the emperor alive and they're like eh, just ignore that it's probably not going to be a big deal but she radios commander like wait kui jang was real he's not just like an apocryphal tale like no he's probably actually out here somewhere but more importantly time to march to our deaths and they find the emperor class one one which was the size of a mountain and they are fighting it and it's screaming in their minds humans scourge of the galaxy why can't you leave us alone Get oh away. space canada's on not earth oh i didn't say that connor and that's certainly not a sure. conclusion you can instantly draw from the get out leave us alone leave 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 you know what i think <laughs> connor is that these things deserve what's coming to them and there's a big old fight scene with all the mechs slaughtering the huindwins as they rush back to guard their larvae and then as they're fighting the emperor class one the vermilion bird piloted by our heroes lee shemin and the heroic wuxia Titan, fall back, heroes. and they're brutally assaulted by their ally, the Black Tortoise, which rips off one of their wings. Is that one the one with the the racist no, that's, chick? Yeah, the- yeah, that's the one with the racist one, but she's also kind of nice. And then the White Tiger's like, what the fuck are you doing? And without an answer, they're just like, well, let's start pummeling it. And Lee Shimin, we're half alien. <laughs> he turns and he says, protect Ichu, who I also love now. And he forcefully launches mm. her from the mech, and she grows wings from her armor and just catches Ichu, and they fly away. Alright, fine. Egg on my face. <laughs> Learning to fly? Pretty relevant. <laughs> I can admit when I'm wrong. Ah, oh, how the table turns. Madre, don't admit anything. Deny, I'm, deny, deny. I You're honestly on blocked out of my memory that they even learned to do that because it was 70 pages ago. There was an insanely long drag of them just doing media shoots and planning their wedding, and there was a four-page description. Spencer, that was the meat of the book. That's what you're supposed to be focusing on. I wanted mech fights. <laughs> you're not going to capture the feminine gaze. I'm not going to get any fucking now. They just killed the goddamn emperor class one. And it was a two-page fucking blowout. Was it seriously just like two pages? Yeah, and then the black tortoise shows up, rips off the vermilion bird's wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about the photo op, Spencer? Well, Zaitan's like, what are you doing? And then the black tortoise just like crushes the chrysalis of the no! fucking vermilion. Yeah, they kill Lee Shimin, the jacked murderous prisoner, crybaby nerd. I'm <laughs> so all... fucking sorry to see him go. Oh, wait, was he the murderer? And everybody knew Gale wasn't going to get it. No, no, his fucking heartbeat drops to zero and Wu Zaitan cries out, how could this have happened? And she's like, oh, never mind. I can just go wake the sleeping emperor. Oh, uh... yeah. Yeah, that's her game. Yeah. Yeah, so she like just pats her pocket and she's like, oh, yeah, we were all given emergency flower pox vaccines. So she flies on down and we just what? never thought to give it to him <laughs> we fly on down and we talk to the nomads oh, he's, an <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like he's gonna solve it holistically yeah <laughs> i think a bit of acupuncture should do the trick inoculation uh, i'll pass i'm scared of needles yes, you will pass <laughs> so she flies on down talks to the nomads and they have a broken dialect but like yes yes the imp i'm sorry uh, madre please um hit me with it we oui, we oui, the emperor 
Ah, yes, thank you. So they decide to go and help out the emperor, leading them to the secret underground cavern where he is just in his fucking chair napping, I guess. He's got his fucking gamer <laughs> chair backed up, feet up. He's frozen himself with his water chi. And so she wakes him up and he's his face immediately just starts melting, half of it drooping down his skull. And she's like, here, have the vaccine, and stabs him in the neck with it. And, and then, that's not optimal. No, he almost dies, but then he heals himself. He's like, oh, okay, I'm not dead. That's good. And she says, no, but you will die because this doesn't actually cure your disease. It just keeps it at bay. And if you want more, you'll do exactly as I say. Why doesn't he just kill her and you're, take it? You're going to intimidate the volcano guy. Yeah, so he's actually the most powerful pilot in history with the power to channel all five kinds of chi. Well, most people get two. And he's actually we never thought to vaccinate him. We instead hitched our wagon to murder No, no, he got sick 200 years ago and we didn't think to go get him until right now she thought of it immediately like well, almost yeah but she thought of it as like an afterthought i'm gonna say maybe another gnarls barkley song was playing <laughs> maybe i missed the detail or two but no they never explained why they never bothered to go get him except that we don't know where he is and he was too far into the region to wait go what get- do they mean they don't know where he is they're d- giant like fucking nomads going around saying hey what's up we never asked for directions <laughs> <laughs> you, you're really gonna talk to them fletcher i'm on we're I would actually. So they would. Anyway, he's like, I can't even speak. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll listen to you. And you know how earlier I said that the like the female chair was designed to turn you into a battery and like dampen your power. Well, she's like, quick, get into the female chair. And at first he scoffs, and then she's like, well, I'll just let you die then. And he's like, fine, fine. So she I'll strong just arms myself again. She strong arms him, and then she takes command of the yellow dragon, the biggest, most powerful, most specialist mech in all of not Canada. And then she decides to go on a little rampage, start stomping down. Even though it's been 215 years, the power of the Emperor that she has now under her control, uh, she can just gobble up little pieces of spirit metal as she goes along killing scores of Windwinds. Sure. Yeah, well, it's actually a unique ability only he has. It's actually rather convenient, huh, for fixing a 215-year-old mech in need of repairs. I mean, we could have used that, yeah. Well, we didn't think about waking him up. Man, once the Emperor goes for his nap, you do not want to wake him before he's had his coffee, you know what I'm saying? So, that's basically it. They There is no more fight after this Wait, there's one more emperor class that gets one shot by this thing and then she's it called oh, some, it's a fucking water it's a water wow I, don't, I can't believe they didn't, didn't even well, they don't get names they're just like that's an Connor, emperor. that's a prince class that was probably and there was probably another nars barkley going on yeah he, mi- probably he missed Jiggin. the introduction of the yangtze oh, mech oh i'm spencer oh i hate that there's no more information on the battlefield you know, hey hey <laughs> hey charles barkley <laughs> Charles Charles basketball player. (laughs) No, I zoned out because of shit like the wedding arc and the let's get naked and go on talk shows arc. Can it really be considered an arc? Uh, Nothing I'm viewing, happened. I'm viewing this like an anime because that's how she wanted it to be viewed. That's the author's intent. So well, they the, go back and after the one shot, the second emperor guy. Yeah, the black tortoise is there. And then it's like, no, please. They threatened my children. They said they'd kill them if I didn't work against oh, you. Oh, don't worry. I'll kill them for you. Well, then she's like, and they'll kill your family too. And she's like, Good. yeah, you already killed the only family that ever mattered to me. And then she crushes the head, killing the nice pilot lady she was talking to earlier. Okay. And then she's like, well, only one thing to do. And they take off. 
off because they can just fly into the other mechs can't I guess and she goes and kills all the strategic command outposts in the army what the aliens are like alright wouldn't those be in hardened uh, secret positions that she wouldn't know about yeah, no but the yeah, mech, but the the mech is so powerful that it doesn't matter oh. Connor because it, it, it can sense their chi it can actually I, she, has, she develops a chi sensing ability <laughs> Madre is well angry. I'm taking my writing credit and I'm gonna leave well Madre it's, it's been fun <laughs> and then she storms around the country killing all of the army's major command outposts explicitly trying to create as much chaos as possible so that they'll follow the strongest person left and the the aged 200 year old emperor who's with her is like why are you doing this and she's like well pilots aren't really leaders anymore we're kind of just mascots uh so if you don't help me kill everyone you're not going to be able to rule and he's like okay i guess we're killing everyone then i mean sounds like a reasonable guy and so she stomps around and he just lets her do whatever she wants and she goes back to the main city and wouldn't you know it her family is there because they actually did have a little bit earlier no hesitation the, ra- the racist pilot lady is like you know you should make up with your family people can change if you give them the opportunity they were not if i their kill whole them lives. uh so she's like i'll move them to the city and then they're there and the mom and dad are like we mistreated you we know let of course your bro- you're saying let, that now. Let now your, that I'm a threat. Let your brother live. Punish us. You're taking it out on the wrong Does people. Does she specifically kill the brother? Well, she says, well, after she gets angry that like they're defending him and not her and her older sister, she's like, sorry, you're in my way. And then she crushes them with one foot as she stomps her way to the Capitol building. Am I supposed a- to feel good about this? So, I, I circle back around. Uh, who wrote this again? Shiran J. Shiran, um, how's your relationship with your family? Oh, here we go. Connor asking about the, the hard-hitting questions. Didn't she start doing this because innocents died and then somewhere along the line she's like, yeah, well, you know, to make an omelet, you just gotta double this, back on what you said. Kill a few pilots. This well, is what she wanted to write. This is the gift she wanted to give the world. After she crushes her own family to death, needlessly, uh, we see Mr. Gap. Well, it's Ichu's dad, the media mogul guy. He shows back up in a hovercraft Ooh. with a troop of, I don't know, women hostages. He's holding a gunpoint, and he's that like, doesn't matter. Ah, Empress Zaitan. Well, Empress. He, he's, yeah, he's totally down to bow and grovel. He's like, look, your fucking family probably never prepared you to run a country. Let me become a assistant, or I can kill all these girls i mean the offer expires in 10 seconds also i'll show the whole world the video of you nude okay i mean you probably could have just asked well then ichu is like let me talk to him so she opens up her chest and ichu steps out and with his spirit metal suit he shoots a bolt of lightning from his hand incinerating his own father and says what'd he say (laughs) (laughs) he said you're awesome and he won't upload that video Oh, cool. <laughs> and then Wu- Zaitan is like, did you just kill your own dad? He's like, yes, no one should stand against you, my love. Uh, how many city, fucking population sips? you, bro? And then she just takes over the country. We kind of gloss over the details, but everyone's bow- a peaceful transition, oh, she, she I think. She just does it. Everyone bows <laughs> to her. Relatively brief. So what I want to know is you eventually do have to leave the mech. That's the thing. And even with your dumb suit, you're not bulletproof. So she just assassinated, I don't know how many army leaders st- and wait. killed untold amounts of people. The, Didn't she go on her revenge quest? women are going to rise up and protect the empress. No, that, that, that's her argument, actually. When when uh, old An Lushan is being tortured to death, he says, you know, there's like a whole system in place and it's not just going to like break. There's people that are going to come after you and fight against you. And she says, no, a lot of women are like me there's just been lied not. to this is just girl boss the book 
kind of well she's in a poly relationship Fletcher so we have to take that into account there's some men's actions it's just most of them involve killing their own fathers or telling her how great she is while baking and then we get like a little epilogue each yeah each who he discovers that yes humans are in fact the alien invaders on this planet Woo-hoo! which Woo! which I immediately figured out when there were like lines in the book saying isn't it weird how the Hwindwins can naturally incorporate spirit metal but we can't that's nah. wild and also the other emperor class Hwindwin was like why did you come here why can't you just leave us alone stop bullying us it's not cool bro and we go back and we look for Shiman's body but it's missing and she gets a I don't know a fucking iPad from the heavenly council who are just saying fall in line or we kill your boyfriend and it's him all carved up (laughs) on a fucking table with like his rib cage spread open his heart and lungs exposed and she says to eat you well let's go rule the world okay and that's how the book ends Huh? Question, what were the Hwindwins to like to find as? Like what do they look like? Amorphous blob monsters. Seriously? That vary in size and shape and have insect legs, I guess. They don't really get a defined trait, Fletcher. Fletcher, describe your physical position to the audio format. I'm sitting back in my chair, rubbing my head because I I just can't I I don't like No, this well the book. best part is that the next one is apparently a retelling of the three kingdoms. Oh my god. What? What in one book? Yeah. In one <laughs> She does. Book. She does know how long the Three Kingdoms War was. Nothing right? about this story made me feel good. It. It's not. It's past. I spit on your grave. It's like I vomit on your grave. <laughs> no. Well, the thing this is, is, like Gigi Allen's grave. This is designed only to make you hate. I kept thinking maybe she's gonna have a redemption at some point, no. but she just gets worse. And I. I think at a certain point the author was like, "Yeah, she's a bad person." I think she was going for more morally gray, but I hated this bitch from the very start. Like, seriously, in a world where there are yeah, fucking but, monstrous um, invaders. You see, you see, Spencer, you're you're a man, and you, you're going to die because you don't matter, dude. <laughs> Connor's kind of <laughs> Gaslight. I just, I could not stay focused on, how did you stay focused on this book? It was a lot of effort, I'm not going to lie. A lot was of Gnarls Barkley. Weren't we recommend this novel by one of our listeners, Spencer? Yeah, a close personal friend of mine, Emma, told me about this book, and she said, and I quote, It's the best book you'll ever read, and it's amazing and accurate in every single way, and accurately reflects real people and real events as described so in the So what we're forward. saying is that this Emma friend of yours really identifies with uh, whatever the main character's name was. Who was I? You can't remember the fucking name. No, I can't. Just I'm gonna be. Name. I'm gonna be 100 real with you. I can't. Why would I waste the time? To remember I don't think I name. memorized anybody's fucking name in this book because I was so zoned out for the like half of this book when there was nothing happening. We had a lot of mech fights early on, and then she went on a shopping spree, and then she went on a mech fight. Don't forget and ice then skating. She, and then she woke up the lost emperor, and then she took over the country off screen, oh, and then she discovered aliens exist. Don't why do you yada yada through the most interesting parts? <laughs> like I was so excited when she strangled that dude in his mind, and then nothing happened. What when she became Freddy? fucking Kruger and we're yeah. supposed to cheer for her? Yeah, that she was awesome. As and then she's chains like, launch out of nowhere and latch on, Jesus wept. <laughs> and it becomes fucking Hellraiser. She's ripping off anime and 80s horror and movies. And to think, I hesitated. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that funny. I, I hate you. Stop. I can't. No, no, you don't get to laugh after this. This was 12 hours. Stop. I'm not happy about this. 
I'm not happy I had to listen through 12 hours of this. No one is better off for this. Oh, my chest hurts. Wait, this is a series? Yes, there's another one coming out. And apparently this is an award-winning one. It's won all sorts of like accolades. It's super big on book talk. I think it's because it's got like a poly relationship in it. And people are like, this accurately reflects how people in poly relationships are. No, no, you don't want that. We're convicted murderers. They kill their parents? Yeah, liter- so literally, actually, every char- every character in that poly relationship ended up killing their own parents. That's rather interesting. <laughs> I think that says something about society as a whole, Fletcher, and how it mistreats women and forces them into these positions. Uh, Madre, quick, real fast, after her first murder, what was it she said after stepping out of the mech and forcing her eyes to glow evil yellow and laughing at the cameras? I said, I will become the monster they think I'm... No, I, th- I think it was, your dream is over, your nightmare now begins. Oh, right. That's right, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Well, you know, here I was worried about there's going to be some kind of moral quandary about who the good guy was, but it's no one. No one's good in this fucking book. I felt worse for you the know, Quinn Dwins. Right, the because Quinn, humanity is the evil. I think the Quinn Dwins were, were the good guys here. They were just chilling. I mean, be as evil as you want. There's one or two someones out there for you. No, I think the big issue here is that the sense they of... There's attraction to the power. The sense of scale was never properly established because she says, yes, and our dragon mech is a hundred meters tall, but she never... like You know when God Godzilla shows up and he's wrecking skyscrapers, trashing the city. That's an important aspect in making the audience feel how big these things are. You know what this felt like? A fucking video game, dude. No, there was zero environmental usage or destruction. I don't think she even like cr- crushes a tree once. It's just her punching shit and saying, yep, I killed him. <laughs> Is that really how it's described as? Sure is good to be the most powerful female pilot. No, actually, the most powerful pilot, period, no, in the last the 200 years. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the Emperor, but he's... He, I'll strip him soon enough. So, wait, you mentioned that the Emperor had all five, like, cheat, like types, right? What, how many types did the main character have again? And I can only... Everyone has two. I can only imagine that the author sat back in her chair and intertwined her fingers, thinking how clever she was, having her whole elemental system all worked out. And you know what? I immediately forgot all of it, Fletcher. As soon as it entered one ear, well, it went out the other. Well, it's not like it fucking mattered because she never spent time actually using it. Or being threatened in any way, being challenged, being asked if she was on the proper path, posing any kind of question to herself. Being a woman What was the point? What was the point of the... Is already a challenge, Spencer? And I would thank you not to minimize... Oh, she was challenged, all right. <laughs> what was the point of the transformation into the weird monster? It makes you more powerful. How does she do it and why does it happen? Accidentally. Next question. <laughs> um... Got nothing? That's right. Because this book is succinct and answers everything. Did she and have a threesome? N- actually, she doesn't get a threesome. No, she just like has sex with both boys and then the both boys are like, yeah, it's cool that you love somebody else. We're will- we'll willingly grovel at your feet no matter what because you're so special and beautiful. Oh. Even though you're chubby and are kind of a bitch to everyone you know. And your feet are shaped like... <laughs> fucking twisted pool noodles <laughs> yeah there's that to go on to you know what everyone normally i say give it give everything a chance there's lots of books out there for someone you know who this book might be useful for female prisoners on death row i'm gonna say <laughs> give it to them i'm sure they're gonna get a kick out of it they'd love it people that read and liked that shitty power book might say oh this is wonderful anyone with half a functioning brain cell take this from your local library steal it in fact don't pay don't pay for it <laughs> then dump it in, <laughs> don't pay for it don't pay Dump, don't go to the bookstore <laughs> dump it in the trash and set the trash can on fire destroy any trace that this ever existed and the world would be a better place and that's all i gotta say so what you're saying subject. is that this book is good for hobos until next time <laughs> make a shift with it keep your hands warm a lot of different uses for this thing class dismissed <laughs>